Welcome to the Church Basement Podcast. Today's topic is the ELCA's new hymnal supplement called All Creation Sings. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea, strap on your running shoes, or pick up your knitting needles or crochet hook and join us. Let us introduce ourselves. I'm Pastor Amanda Zensalo, and I serve as the pastor at Central Lutheran Church in Northeast Portland, Oregon. And I'm Don Miller, a member here at Central and the producer of the podcast. Okay, tell me about this new supplemental hymnal. When did it come out, and how is it different? It was published in November of 2020. Oh, okay. Which is a fascinating time for something to get published in this time. Peak COVID. Peak COVID, right at the beginning. Well, not the very beginning, Mm -hmm. but just as things were happening the first year of it all. And it is different because it was put together with some specific pieces in mind, some specific themes in mind, and addressing some specific needs that our denomination had. And it does a beautiful, wonderful job of it, actually. It's very exciting and a wonderful supplement. Okay, so supplements are not new, right? There have been supplements to other hymnals in the past. Absolutely. How is this different or the same as those? It's similar. Okay. So the Green Hymnal, the Lutheran Book of Worship, the LBW, Mm -hmm. is the last big hardback that we had come out. So before the ELW came out. So that was the big hardback publication that came out in the the late 1970s. Okay. And... After that came the hymnal supplement of 1991, I believe it was. And that's like a burgundy color book. Okay. And then there was With One Voice, which was a navy colored book. Mm -hmm. And these are both about an inch, inch and a half thick. And they're soft cover. So... Yes, but dear listener, do not be like misled just because it's an inch thick. These are some thin, thin pieces of paper. There's a lot in there. (laughs) There's a lot in each of these, but if you're thinking about it as a congregational investment, Mm -hmm. the hardback hymnals are each approximately $25 to $30 a piece. Wow. Okay. The hymnal supplements average $14.50 a piece. Okay. So hymnal supplements are half the cost of the hardback hymnals. So for smaller congregations that are not printing out everything in their weekly bulletin or don't have projectors, but are using those hymnals every single week in order to find the hymns and do those pieces, who purchase a hymnal for every person who is in their worshiping pew, Mm -hmm. the cost of a supplement is much more reasonable than the investment of those hardback hymnals. Sure. So when a community is kind of looking to refresh their worship. They're looking for new prayers. They're looking for new liturgy. They're looking for new hymns updated, whether they want some that are of different backgrounds, different kind of historical backgrounds. Maybe they're looking for some from different countries or they're looking for different languages. They're looking for refreshed language, more contemporary language. Mm Mm-hmm. There are also hymnal supplements for more contemporary worship. There's a worship and praise book. 
anything that might add some extra or different flavor. All of those are a little less expensive than purchasing the big hardback book. In 2006 is when we published as a denomination our last hardback worship hymnal. Okay. And that was the Evangelical Lutheran Worship book. That is the cranberry colored hymnal that Central Lutheran does have in our pews. We invested in purchasing enough of those hymnals to have it in our pews. It's a great book. The 2006 hymnal is a good, solid hymnal. We have good, solid liturgies. They're varied. There are multiple options. There is a Spanish liturgy in there. There's a several kind of traditional liturgies from the 1970s in there. Mm -hmm. There's a more contemporary kind of 80s, 90s feel liturgy in there that a lot of people really like. And so there's options within that. But what they found in 2017 was that there is a need within our time. Now, this is 2017. This was pre-pandemic mm -hmm. for addressing some major topics within our culture and within our time. And the four major topics that kind of came up, didn't kind of come up, definitely came up as needing to be addressed within our denomination, within our culture, within the now, are creation care, lament in times of crisis, healing and wholeness, and justice and peace. That all makes sense. And that these four topics, while somewhat addressed in our 2006 hymnal and in our varied resources, were not specifically addressed within our resources as we have them now. And so a team of liturgists and musicians and gifted individuals worked together, solicited hymns and music and writings from musicians and individuals, and more than a thousand hymns were submitted Wow! for this, which is just astonishing. And incredible work was done. Uh, individuals of color, people of color who were specifically invited to help the ELCA as the widest denomination in the country to create a lament for our racism. Mm-hmm. And we have used that lament and our confession, the confession piece of that. These kinds of pieces were written by individuals for whom it was important that their voices be represented in the writing of the work. There is a new liturgy that is written simultaneously in Spanish and English, not a liturgy written in English and then translated. Mm-hmm but a liturgy that is written in Spanish and English and published side by side in Spanish and English within the hymnal. There are incredible hymns that have been, they combed through these, just dug through the hymns in order to find a variety and just new words and new, I want to say flavors the variety that's in there is very, very different, but it's very catchy. A lot of them are very easy to learn orally. 
Okay. And that is super helpful. What ended up being very timely is that these have been able to be learned well, even when we aren't physically together. Mm -hmm. And for a publication that ended up coming out in November of 2020, this became a very useful tool, a tool for lament, a tool for understanding lament in time of crisis. There's an entire liturgy for mass shootings in this particular hymnal supplement mm-hmm. that unfortunately we have had great use for. Mm-hmm. So one of my questions was going to be, is there more in it than just songs? And the answer to that is clearly yes. Yeah. Is it evenly divided or is it really a few songs and quite a bit more of the other tangible written liturgy stuff? Great question. It is, let me pull up the statistics here. We have two liturgies for communion and a service of word and prayer designed especially specifically for contemplative worship. There is at least one of these is evening prayer. Okay. And the words on it are gorgeous. There are 75 new prayers and liturgical forms for diverse occasions and circumstances. There are 200 hymns and songs, many of them newly created over the last 15 years. They're written in this century. That's crazy. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So what do you think makes them decide other than, well, it's been 15 years, we should probably knock out another version of something. What usually is the impetus for we should update this, but we're not going to make it an entirely brand new hymnal yet. That's a great question. And a lot of the information that I have to kind of offer about this comes from a particular Living Lutheran article coming out of 2020 that we'll link in our podcast episode. And I think part of it is trying to say, what is next on the liturgy, liturgical horizon? What do our congregations need? How do we continue to meet the worship needs of our communities? What are people caring about? What is rising up from our communities that people are looking for? What are people searching for and asking us for, for resources? I know a lot of us as pastors who are responsible for word and sacrament, we do a lot of searching for things like, well, how do I handle the fifth mass shooting event that has happened this year. I I can't find my own words. How do I find words again? Mm -hmm. And we need a liturgy for this now. We can't just keep making it up. This isn't a one-off thing. We need a liturgy for this. Can you please come up with something? And we go to our denomination and we say, can you please come up with something so we can all have words for this together? Um, This is what we do as community together. We do liturgy. We do corporate prayer together. Can you please help us? And we have gifted people who do this. Will you please come up with something? I think that as we have continued over the last 15, 20 years, the 20 years of my ministry, for example, from the time that I was started attending seminary through my years of ministry, mm-hmm. I guess that's longer than 20 years now, which is super weird to say. But in the time of my ministry, as language has continued to shift around the divine and how we talk about the divine, the continued desire to have less gendered hymns has really been a driver 
in saying, can we have something? Can you find us more hymnody with less gender to them? Mm -hmm. Can you find us more hymnody? We're still going to use the hymns that have given our grandparents and our great grandparents and our parents incredible foundations of hope and steadfastness. And we would like hymns for our children and our grandchildren that don't rely upon the old man in the sky with a beard. And so is there a way for us to create some new traditions with some new hymns for our children and our children's children that don't rely upon that? And how can we move forward with hymns that are less patriarchy coded? And so these kinds of requests have been going to Churchwide for some time. And this is part of Churchwide's response to that. I think creation care has been something particularly that has come forward as we come closer and closer to this reality that the creation crisis is going to be impacting so substantially over the next 50 years that if we don't have language and words to undergird our faith now in 30 years when our children and their children are facing impact, how will they have words and language to give them comfort around it in their faith if we don't have hymns created yet? So we need to be doing that work now. And so this is the start of that response. I understand the need for like a physical thing to flip through and look at. But I've also seen with the pandemic that things have changed in terms of the speed of news cycles and the prevalence of electronic versions of stuff. How do you see that changing the way these supplements work? Is more coming out that is an electronic version of stuff? Or have they still stuck to, I'm going to print you off a one-inch paperback version of what I got? Our publishing house now has something called sundaysandseasons.com. And our congregation for the last two years has been gifted a subscription to that by an anonymous donor. Okay. That actually gives us full access to all of our hymnals digitally. Nice. Which is how we are getting the digital access to the hymns that are going into our bulletins and onto our screens on the slides for our Zoom and online participants. And that's how we have access to all creation things congregationally. We have not as a congregation purchased the hymnals for all creation things. It was the same anonymous donor that purchased like five copies of the All Creation Sings books and the one copy of the accompaniment book so that we could have access just in general mm -hmm. so that people could, the worship team could flip through the hard copies of the book, but the accompanist actually can play the music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that then the congregation has it without having to buy the actual hard copies of the hymnal. And many congregations have gone this route. And many congregations actually went this route before the ELW was published, which is why mm -hmm. this is now an option. And so instead of purchasing the hard copies, congregations are investing in this online option and printing their bulletins every week. Do you have any idea if this means that they can add to it? 
at any point. Mm -hmm. As new hymns come along, as new liturgies come along, they just throw them up onto the online database anytime they want to. Nice. And if you're a part of it and you're subscribed, you have immediate access to that music. Do you feel like they missed the boat on any particular thing? Or do you feel like they kind of had a pretty good idea and have done a very good job of keeping up with the current trends of what you need as a pastor? I think there's still more room to go in anti-racism work. Sure. And isn't that true of everything and everyone? (laughs) Yes. Very fair. I think there's absolutely more room to go there. And I think that there's particularly more room to go in lifting up black and indigenous voices. Mm -hmm. And I will be very curious to know how they intend to do that. When I went onto Augsburg, the website of our publishers just this week to look for resources for the This Far By Faith hymnal, which is a hymnal that was published quite some time ago that is also a hardback hymnal that is a hymnal of Black-focused music, Black spirituals and prayers and beautiful, rich music. But the support books are not available. The hymnals are not available to order anymore. And I, I'm just disappointed in that. So there's some other things that I can purchase so that we can have the support materials and we can do some work with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not finding some of the pieces that were really positive out of that hymnal in other resources. It's not that the liturgy has moved forward into another hymnal that I could find that liturgy elsewhere. So I'm hoping that they're working on that, that they're working on something with our rostered leaders of African descent to find something new, I hope, but I don't know. Interesting. Okay, that's going to lead me to my last question. When you see that a supplement is coming, are you like, yes, I need more resources? Are you all, oh my goodness, I don't want anything else to have to navigate and try to figure out if I want to buy the thing or do the thing? It's a mix. It's a genuine mix. I start with trepidation. Sure. Because I am a zenial, and so... I start everything with the hermeneutic of suspicion and look at it with, is you know, this is probably going to suck um, and it's just going to take my time and not be good enough. Mm-hmm. And I am delighted when I am proven wrong. So when the ELW was published, I was delighted that I went from needing six different hymnals to select one Sunday's musical choices because Mm -hmm. to get a good variety of good music, I was using on average six different resources. Wow. And so to have one hymnal to be able to be like, yeah, this isn't all amazing. And my musician no longer needs four different accompaniment books Mm -hmm. to wrestle on and off their piano and is no longer like needing to lift weights through the week in order to do this. Sure through the service. So I am compromising and I'm happy enough. When I started going through all creation sings and reading the lyrics on most of the hymns, I was delighted. And when I read the prayers, 
I was delighted. And when I started to listen to the melodies, they are lovely. So I am very pleased and grateful for the resources in all creation things. And I'm hopeful. We're starting to use Setting 11 this summer. Mm-hmm. And we started with the Gospel Alleluia this last Sunday. And folks enjoyed it so much. We went back and sang it a couple extra times because it was very fun. So we're going to hop on that and hop on that good feeling and toss it in there and keep it moving. That feels good to get to do again. Excellent. Well, thank you, Pastor Amanda, for taking the time to help us learn a little more about All Creation Sings. I look forward to sitting down with you another week on another topic. As do I. And if you're out there and want to learn more about All Creation Sings, feel free to just look it up online. There are some really wonderful YouTube videos out there with music available for you to listen to. They've done a really great job of making it accessible for those of us like myself who don't play piano to be able to listen and learn more about what is in here. So take a look, listen in, have some fun, learn some new music. And until we are back in your ears again, remember, God loves you no matter what.